Welcome to the UDP Broadcast, a podcast where a group of friends get together and offer informed and uninformed opinions on gaming-related topics and the industry. I'm your host, Luminary, and I'm accompanied today by my co-hosts, Imi, the Eternal Barcode. Hello, how's it going? Crit Chicken from the Emerald Dream. Hi, I'm sick. (laughs) (laughs) Squawk, cough, cough. (laughs) Reminds me of that uh, that cartoon chicken with a really thin neck and it just looks sickly and it's got the the, the snot thing. <laughs> yeah. And from the swamps of Louisiana, the Nordic Cajun. And for the first time in a month, I'm not sick. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Your turn. <laughs> this is episode 15 and the last episode for a few weeks because we've got family and vacations and. And and holidays and food comas and all kinds of stuff we have to attend. So our final one for November is going to be on user interfaces, cross-platforming, and remakes, and or remasters. So sit back and enjoy the show. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. Wait, so this is the last one, or is it next week? Last no, uh, no I'm, I'm heading out of town Tuesday. Oh. Yeah, so I'll be gone yeah. for like a good 10 days. And then the week after, I'll be in another country. That's no Yeah, so will I be. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. There we go. Uh, two weeks from now, I'll be, less than two weeks from now, I'll be in another country. UDP's going international, but not, on, not online. There we he, go. Is visiting, yeah. he is literally visiting the Emerald Dream. <laughs> <laughs> Rip. So, user interfaces, uh, one of the topics this week that came across the, the news sites was how terrible Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2's user interface is. You could have ended the conversation right there with how terrible Call of Duty 2 is. Done. <laughs> Just stop right there. Show's over, folks. I mean, have a nice one. Yeah. Well, I mean, good is all speculative in that, in that sense, and there's a lot of folks who like to... I mean, if you, if you ask me... You know, it's just like, hey, what's your favorite football team? I was like, I don't watch sports ball. For me, first-person shooters are the same. It's modern guns, bullets, three, kill them all. I mean, it's... It is. <laughs> so. It's the best description. Bullets, three. I like bullets, four, personally. <laughs> oh, bullet, bullet, bullet. Bullets, four, the hollow points. Right. Mm. So user interfaces is probably the gateway to interacting with any developer's software, be it... Something productive like Word or a video game such as Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Everything has to be able to be accessible to the user, and there's a lot of testing that goes into that, right? You would think. You would think. Sometimes. But apparently this is so bad, the users have taken to give suggestions and create their own mock-ups of what the UI should look like all over Reddit. Oh, yeah, God. that's that's really, really, really bad. Like, you know, you've screwed up your uh, your UI when the users are coming up with a better interface for them to use. Because unless your game is specifically designed to allow for mods like that, like World of Warcraft, you probably shouldn't have to rely on the community to build something that's functional. I took a look at it. I did find what I think is the current UI for the game, and oh, it's so ugly. 
Well, the biggest complaint about it is, is that it's confusing and hard to use. And those are yeah. two, two words you don't want associated with your interface. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Ever. I mean, I shouldn't have to navigate a sphere grid just to, you know, go to a lobby. Like that's just, just to give an example, a very extreme example. Looking at you, Injustice 2. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I find it interesting because, you know, the whole user experience thing, which, by the way, what, Call of Duty, no, this one was done by Infinity Ward, right? That's not part of Activision Blizzard? Uh, Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are? Okay, so they're one of the developers for Activision Blizzard, which are currently having QA troubles right now with union unionization and everything, so there's no telling. <laughs> what, Say what it ain't so. Oh, I know, right? Uh, reading onwards into the articles, they were talking about um, Activision giving quality of life improvements, or I should say fixing their UI, but no one knows what that entails or what it will look like. Yeah, yeah. go ahead, sorry. And they probably won't for a long time. That was just probably just like, yeah, we know we fucked up, but we really don't care that much. But here's a blanket statement to cover our ass. <laughs> well, sorry, I cut you off again. I'm really no. bad for that tonight. Go ahead. Don't, <laughs> don't apologize. Cut everyone off. All right. You don't want that. Uh, what I was going <laughs> to say is I do have some friends who do UI design. And redoing a UI when you've already got the product published is really expensive because now you have to pay artists all over again. You have to spend a ton of time remapping the UI and then making sure it passes QA as long as you haven't pissed off your QA department. <laughs> um, well, and that's a huge thing. Like your your QA is what makes or breaks uh, anything, whether it's just regular software or if it's a video game or something. Without them, you're kind of fucked. And, you know, new elements in a UI or a redesign does require a lot of effort to make sure that it scales correctly at different resolutions, that if you have it in windowed or full screen, it doesn't break. And that when you click on something with a mouse or you move a cursor from a gamepad over it, it works as expected. Like it's a lot of work. So I don't foresee them changing the UI despite how atrocious it is. And that's really unfortunate because it's sad that the community had to sit there and say, hey, this is something that's way more functional and usable than what you made. Yeah, well, good news is that the actual gameplay of that game is really solid from what I understand. Like, everybody loves playing it. I think it's really just the path to get to playing is what the problem is. Yeah, you shouldn't have to walk all the way to Mount Doom through Mordor just to play the damn game, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, some of the images I saw were like um, how to reskin your gun, and it was this really clean UI that was posted on Reddit. If you look at the uh, news discussion section inside the Discord, um, you should be able to see that. Which, by the way, our Twitch channel is now integrated with Disco uh, Discord, so all subscribers have access to our production server and can see the stuff in uh, the news discussion channel if you want to see the images that we're talking about. Yes, if you want to sneak peek about what we're going to be discussing throughout the week or throughout the shows, we will always have it in there. Or Shameless self-promotion. Hand, poke, poke, nudge, nudge. Or if you just want to harass Dankwart, that's probably my favorite thing. So, hmm. Don't harass Catboy. Say hi to him. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what's interesting about this is that uh, there was another company that received a bunch of crap for their UI design, but it wasn't by the users. It was actually by other UI designers and game, de and <laughs> game designers. 
I'm pretty sure you guys have heard of a little game called um, Elden Ring, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. kind of a small game. You have like what 15 players at one point. Oh, that's yeah. peak. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think that. <laughs> so, and I, I can speak from experience because I've been like you know neck deep in in Elden Ring for a long time, and the UI is clean. Like when you're traveling, you get to experience the beauty of the world. It's not cluttered. Whenever you're in combat, what you need comes up. And it's very fluid, and it, you don't really notice it until you need it, if that makes sense. So it's, it's an absolute visual experience to even play this game. you still got your life meters up at the top, but they're not intrusive. They're just little lines. They're not, like, bolded out, this is health, this is mana, or anything like that. It's, it's clean. It's beautiful. And developers from Sony and... Was it Sony and Ubisoft? We're like, no, you can't do that, so forth and so on. This is bad game design, blah, blah. There's not a single user complained about it. The only thing that users complained about it, it was too hard. Can you put in an easy mode? And, you know, but other than that, it was, it was a very clean game. That's like taking the Rotten Tomatoes rating of a movie and going by that only. <laughs> now you need to go with the actual user critique, not the actual critics who get paid to say this stuff sucks. Yeah, pretty much. I do the same thing with Metacritic. Have you ever go to Metacritic? Oh, uh, I try not to. Yeah, well, <laughs> you look at the big number of what people were paid to say, and then you go look and see what people are saying, and that's just the way that runs. So, but yeah, so user interfaces are, are a big part of our daily lives for everything that we do, be it from your Android phone to video games to your microwave to your car. Intuitive user design is always at play wherever you go, and if you lose your users at getting to where they need to go, they're not going to use your interface at all, and that means they're not going to use your product, and that's just, it's, it's fatal. They'll go back to Dark Souls. <laughs> Even Dark Souls UI was really clean. I, I mm -hmm. love that. So, but then again, that's like the division between, you know, shitting out a game and creating a masterpiece. Ooh, that that uh, that can almost segue into uh, the whole situation with Bendy and the Ink Machine. <laughs> oh yeah, I think uh, Bendy and the Ink Machine. That's supposed to be released. supposed to be released here soon, isn't it? Like on the fifteenth, after a five-year-long ass wait. Oh man. Yes, he came out on Halloween and said, "Oh, he had been silent for months." Immediately, mm -hmm. uh, the creator, he pops up on Twitter, says, "Oh, by the way, trailer tomorrow." The entire internet went nuts, especially the people who have been waiting for any kind of fucking breadcrumbs for this game went absolutely insane. And he, I'll give him credit where credit to do. He could have been doing this kind of stuff since the game, the first game came out, but he literally held his guns, didn't say a word, only gave like screenshots on Bendy Day, which was, which was April 14th, which was when their first one came out. And he didn't say nothing else. He, he One day he said, I'm working on this game. When it's ready, it'll be ready. And fucking five years later, here we are. Everybody's chomping at the bit to get their hands on this damn game, including my six-year-old who won't shut up about it. Gimme, 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 gimme. Like I, When I tell you we've watched the trailer so many times, and we've watched probably every single person do like a theory trailer breakdown on it, this man... We, we used to listen to music on the way to school. 
Oh no! It's it's just Bendy. It's just Bendy. No. I'm about it though. I'm about it. Like he he's I, the, just the passion in that young boy's voice when he talks about this game reminds me of how I was when I was like playing Final Fantasy VII originally and um, Super Mario R- uh, Brothers RPG. Like it's the same vibe, and I'm like, get it, big man. We're gonna go hunt us uh, Ink Demon. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, he's gonna be a professional hype man. You should get him into marketing. Get him interested in that direction. Oh, the the boy just lives off hype twenty four seven. It was just, it's, I love it. Like he is the epitome of energy, and I, I just can't. Well, you can get him deep rock galactic. Wait, what happened? You can buy him deep rock galactic. I could probably get it on the Switch. <laughs> I don't think so. No, it's on the Xbox, though. Don't have it. I don't have that one. Well, it might be time to build him a machine. There you go. Because they have a weekend deal right now. It's 67% off. I know you guys were playing it. Uh, it's, it's going it's, for just under $10. I'm looking back to see if my wife's computer's on. <laughs> She's going to come back to her computer just loaded with new games. Like, Jamie, what's this? I can't save anything. What happened? <laughs> System overload. My bad, hun. Well, the interfaces are very important, too. Even that's not available for um, for the users you use. Sometimes the interface is the, uh, the platform that you're using. A lot of times your code bases are... are are kind of universal and it plugs into whatever platform that you're going to use between like Windows and Xbox or Sony or anything. It's always abstracted out into some kind of interface, which brings us to the um, the cross-platform conversation. Right? Oh, this is going to be a good one. Well, it is. <laughs> well, I mean, so the article that came out that actually spawned this particular conversation was uh, Capcom uh, said that 50% of the revenue was from uh, PC sales. Mm-hmm. And that's when they said they were going to focus more on the PC market um, and whatnot. And this is on top of like 90% of their revenue came from digital sales. So like there's no physical media anymore. It's all digital sales. Yep. Like, like it's, it's, it's a huge thing. And what's interesting about that is, is that, um, that that makes things like, because uh, Capcom also has the studio that did Monster Hunter, uh, Street Fighter, um, what else do they do? Mega Man. Uh, I, I just know them for Mega Man and Street Fighter for the most part, but I know they've done like hundreds of titles. Oh yeah, no, they're they're really all over the place. Uh, like the um, oh, Resident gosh. Evil, right? Oh yeah, Resident Evil. In fact, they said oh, yeah, that yeah. they they came in at a loss this year because Resident Evil Village, I think, is the game's name, um, overshadowed anything else that they could have ever done, so they took a loss because they put a giant nine foot woman of humongous proportions in there and got all the fanboys way too excited oh dude the modders for that particular model oh, <laughs> i've seen horny all from, over main yeah it was it was definitely horny on main i've seen everything from bunny suits to like hey you know what she needs extra jiggle physics no yeah. no she doesn't <laughs> no more extra physics. jiggle physics that way i can take this fly swatter and just go to town <sighs> Ethan Winters, you've been a very, very bad boy. <laughs> no, no, but look, no, but look me, there actually is a fly swatter in the game where you go and just walk around and slap her on me. Yeah, Fuck. I've seen clips really? of that. Yes, it's oh in the game. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be funny. It's legit there. 
<laughs> well, so, yeah. Well, well, modders is pretty much the what rule thirty four of like the gaming world anyway. Like you could literally, oh, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, like from Half Life to everything. I mean, Overwatch. And then there's. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Thankfully, I have found a game that does not get subjected to rule thirty four. Like, it would be very difficult to do it, and that's Snowrunner. Because I don't think you're going to have any way of fucking a truck in that game. I don't know. There's some pretty good headlights on <laughs> You'd there. be surprised because there's an actual entire Twitter devoted to to Truck Chan. For the, what? Yeah. yeah the, if they the can truck. turn the planet Earth into an Earth Chan, then you can turn a truck into a Truck Chan. <laughs> oh. I don't want to throw up. It's like, yeah, oh, Optimus Prime, ooh-woo. All right, for, oh, for, no. for our listeners, you're going to have to describe what the hell a Truck Chan is. Well, truck Chan, if if we're gonna go straight weave now, um, there's a there, there's a there's a dedicated like relatively new genre of uh, anime called the Isike. I think I'm saying that right. Oh yeah, I've been enjoying those animes. Yeah. Keep, keep oh yeah, it, it originated with Truck Chan back in well, Truck Chan originated way back. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna age myself here. Uh, back in Yu Yu Hakusho, when he first got hit by Chuck Chan and went into the spirit realm. <laughs> That's when it all began. Uh, but it came back, it's, it's resurged into something huuge now and Chuck Chan just the running joke because that's usually how it happens. It gets hit by truck and ends up in New World. And somebody has unfortunately I may sexualize Chuck Chan on that account. So <laughs> give it time. Give it time. <laughs> yeah, those those awesome those awesome mudding tires that uh, that you've got going on may turn into a boobas. A dirty situation. Yes. No. Dig in deep, Daddy. I guess you can call that a slippery slope. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the groans are real. Get trapped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one. I'll I'll, I'll accept that one. <laughs> can let that one slide. Oh. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so it goes to show that introducing your game to multiple platforms or something as versatile as the PC platform or the Microsoft ecosystem or heck, develop it for Linux, which will make it run on just about everything anyway, that you know, there's, there, there's money there. You shouldn't isolate. Like, I, I, I'm so glad that we're moving away from console exclusive deals. Yes. And I'm looking at you, God of War. Uh, Sony in general, because they're still trying to hold on so hard. Sony is doing the Betamax of video games, the Microsoft of web browsers, the Blackberry of cell phones. Like, it's just like, just, just you and Nintendo both need to have a meeting and just grow up and just let loose and let people have fun. Yeah, you can make more money with PC sales included as well, you dipshits. Mm -hmm. And if you make it for more than just your own platform, don't worry about. You know, oh my god, I we won't make as much sales on the Switch. Who fucking cares? You'll be making even more money on the game itself, so use that money to invest in other uh, console platforms. If, if, you, people if you buy the game and don't play it at all, it's still an investment. Exactly, <laughs> it's money in the till. Okay. If you really, really want to put icing on cake, look at freaking Epic Games with Fortnite. You can play that game on any platform, including mobile, for free. And they're making more money than all you bitches. Yep, and and their their money, uh, the money for the console manufacturers really doesn't come from the game sales unless they're making first party titles, which Nintendo has some pretty good first party titles. I gotta admit. I mean, 
they're iconic. You really can't blame them for that. They they, they were the OGs. They're the granddads of the genera- of the consoles. Right. So you got Mario, you got your son, your Sonics, you got your Wabbits, Rabbits, or however you pronounce it. Let them. That's fine. You're never going to see Mario on a, a freaking PlayStation game. It's, it's it, isn't Rabbids a Ubisoft thing? I think because so. I because I know they have the uh, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom um, like uh, XCOM style game, which I really want to play, and the reviews on it are ridiculous. Like they're they're absolutely raving about that game. I think they're coming out with a two here soon. But um, yeah, like all their first party stuff is really locked down. I think they got a sour taste in their mouth when they saw what kind of garbage was produced on the CDI with their Zelda and Mario IPs. Yeah. <laughs> And that's understandable, but not enough to like lock down your whole ecosystem. I could totally understand keeping it in there. And as a developer, yeah, you can only play this on the Switch. But the entire idea of opening it up and really all you're making money on is the licensing anyway. Like, for example, your Fortnite example, right? Even though that there is uh, no cost to play Fortnite, um, they still have to license to be on that product. I think the only free, and I say free loosely, platform is probably PC, and that's if you self-publish and distribute. Like, you bypass Steam, you have a web page, and you're paying for all the uh, throughput for your software to be downloaded. Like, they make the money on the licensing and the hosting and the access and everything else. So Ultimate Admirals Dreadnought did that uh, with their game until they went to Steam. It was all, like, when it was in beta still, it was all on their website, and you paid directly to them. It was great. I think Dwarf Fortress is actually still that way. You can go download and play Dwarf Fortress without ever having to do anything else. Like you can In case get... you don't know what Dwarf Fortress is, think of uh, RimWorld, but with ASCII text. For now, the Steam edition is supposed to be... Uh, supposed to be... Uh, I'm going to say better. It looks better. Like, it's less ASCII, more graphics. Eh? Eh, no. <laughs> He's a barcode. He grabs his own effect on that much. It's a minimal game anyway, right? So that's just the way that rolls. But there, there, there's money to be made. And no, sure. Yeah, I mean, like, give people access to your game. Like, no, do, don't do any more exclusives. Like, I'm really wary that FromSoft uh, is accepting money from Sony, but not for console exclusives, because I don't want Sony to flex on them and be like, we have, we own you now, or, or whatever no, it is that they're doing. No, no, no. And that's... Uh, well, <laughs> Well, first, make some more PS5s income talk. Yeah. All these exclusives and nobody can play your damn game because you don't have a console. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully people are not trying to pull an NVIDIA, which was artificially create shortages for their video cards to jack up the price. That yeah, the, is... the, the scalpers did that. Well, not only that, but um, NVIDIA, when they were releasing their 3000 series of cards, they were telling reviewers who didn't even have their hands on physical hardware to review the card based on technical specs they handed them. And on top of that, unless you were uh, buying the actual NVIDIA branded ones, third-party manufacturers didn't get access to the hardware specs until after NVIDIA released the card officially, meaning people like EVGA, uh, Gigabyte, and everyone else did not have access to the hardware to like the specifications to make the hardware initially. That's shitty. And that's yeah. why I use AMD. And that made the price of uh, NVIDIA cards skyrocket because they artificially created a shortage. 
scumbags. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, Nintendo did something similar with their amiibos. I would not be surprised at all. At all, I, 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 I literally had to go into a freaking flea market in, in down here in Louisiana to find a amiibo of Wario because I couldn't find that thing anywhere. I happened to find that bad boy sitting on the shelf, and I'm looking at him right now. He is my prized possession on my desk. <laughs> but nice. you couldn't find him nowhere on the shelves anywhere, and I looked a long time. I have, and then I looked on I eBay on like, my desk. Ooh, nice. Very nice. Yep, she. I've had her. I've had her for a while. Back when we uh, got this, my switch for Father's Day, I was like, "Let's go get some amiibos for everyone." So we got like Robin and Palatina and Wario, and I think we even had a Waluigi somewhere. The poor forgotten child. Um, <laughs> this one last token on this little this conversation, um, and the reason why Capcom is probably handing over fisting this money right now is because it's so much easier to get into a PC slash digital format than it is to get into a console these days Mm -hmm. you can get a decent i'm gonna gonna put the word decent out there lightly because we have a lot of varying opinions on what's a decent computer these days me with my 12 year old fossil and um (laughs) you can get a a computer that a laptop that's able to run most of capcom's game at decent graphics level for three to four hundred bucks you cannot get a baseline uh xbox or playstation for less than five if i'm not mistaken so especially since you can't even find them because they're so rare and people can go i can literally go to best buy get laptop come home and play tonight so that's the like capcom is the first i hate to say the first but they're really starting to realize hey let's 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 go let's let's forget them Forget Sony, forget Xbox. Let's just go PC and let them deal with it. Because the modders alone make Capcom's game so much better. Like you were saying about um, Village earlier. <laughs> like some of the stuff they do, I like. I love the modded community so much in every aspect. Yeah, the, mo- the modding community fixed Knights of the Old Republic for PC. Like, like the, there are a lot of dedicated individuals out there that are really improving the quality of life for folks, and that's you know, that was like that was actually in one of our uh, previous podcasts where we talked about VR chat removing uh, modding support. Mm-hmm. I mean, mods are the only reason why um, Vampire: The Masquerade still works on my computer because they made the unofficial patch that actually makes it work. Other than that, it just either stays itty bitty small or it just crashes all the time. So it, without the modders, we would lose a lot of old games. Speaking of losing a lot of old games, fun fact: Fallout Three um, will not run on any modern system because multiprocessing kills it. No right. kidding. Like I have it on Steam, I can't launch it without it just taking a shit. Huh. Oh, modders, if you're oh. out there. <laughs> oh, you know, there's, there's like workarounds using processor infi- uh, affinity and whatnot, but eh, that's not for the average person. That's, that's No. No, no. We're not in the days of MS-DOS where you had to like tune your CMOS to play a stupid game you want to play. Right? Oh, no, 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 no. I will go play Fallout 4. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or New Vegas, I'm sorry. At any rate, so yeah, cross-platform stuff is 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 a thing, and I, I encourage anyone to do it as long as we don't get like what we have going on with the streaming universe, with Netflix, Paramount Plus, Prime Video. Uh, well, Prime Video actually comes as, uh, as a bonus 
with uh, Amazon Prime, so I'm not sure you're yeah. actually subscribing specifically for that. You're actually getting the free shipping and whatnot. You can't say that with Netflix anymore because they don't deliver DVD. Or do they have a DVD delivery service? I don't think they do. I think they can that a while back when the red box started dying. Yeah, well, yeah. there's a red box right now. I mean, it still exists. Yeah, it's at CVS. True. So, you know, as long as it doesn't go that way, because I got kind of scared when Epic Games was like, you know what we need? Another place to buy games. I'm like, I, I don't want to split my library. I have yet to buy anything on Epic Games. Oh, no, I don't buy things at Epic Games. They'll throw free games at me all the time, and I'll just click and add the library. That's about it. Yeah, pretty much <laughs> I don't even have an account with them. Thanks for all the fish. Hello. Mm-hmm. But here's a singer. At least Redbox didn't get blockbusted yet. <laughs> Blue balled. Uh, Redboxed? Coming to you <laughs> from the next Red Redbox update, Bluetooth connectivity to watch your movies directly at the box. No. Oh. Imagine, <laughs> horrifying. Imagine all the people trying to get in front of that screen. Oh my god. <laughs> no, they stream it to your phone. That's what it is. So everybody can like, you know, camp out and huddle up. You can just camp out near the kind of like, uh, like a weird uh kind of like a weird uh drive in theater uh, for Redbox. <laughs> Indeed. Uh. <laughs> Speaking of the unwashed masses. <laughs> There was a story this week about um, the creator or the uh, the composer for Chrono Trigger. Any of you play Chrono Trigger at all? Uh, no, I've heard the name. Yes. My brother yeah. was oh, a oh, huge oh. fan. So one of the things that made that game really great and revolutionary for its time is that the um, the music loop wasn't 20 seconds long, so you didn't get to hear the same beeps and boops so repetitively. One of the goals they did was was make the music loop about two and a half minutes. So you're playing the game and you don't notice that it's repeating until you're like, hey. And then you don't care because the music was interesting. But let me get the creator's name real quick because I accidentally closed my notepad. So I was stalling for time and it wasn't working. No. <laughs> uh, uh, Yasunori Mitsuda. Yeah. Yeah, one of the pioneers of how video games are actually using music nowadays, creating the more interesting music loop. Um, he go, there was a story about him tweeting his uh, his nightmare experience with um, after leaving Square Enix, he got a freelancer gig with Nintendo to do music for Mario Party. And that sounds great. He's a great composer. I could totally do this. And what do they want? They want jazz. Okay, so. He submitted and had rejected 200 jazz pieces. Gross. Squeeze me? 200 jazz pieces for Mario Party at the time. And he, was, he, he said, yo, what exactly are you looking for? And they go, big band jazz. And he goes, oh, f- really? Seriously? Like, that's, that's what you're looking for? And eventually, you know, he did that. And yeah, but you 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 gotta tell your your people what you want. Like it, it must be like the old school mentality that they that you think these people are be able to read your minds. <laughs> well, like, yeah, that's why you can just go to a graphics designer and be like, "I want a logo for my website," and they go, "Well, what do you want in it?" Well, I just want it to pop. 
Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I can make explosions. I could go full Michael Bay for you, but I need details of what you want. Sir, sir, what is this? Well, it's popping. Sir, it's popcorn. I know. Well, yeah, you, you said you wanted for. to pop. Sir, now your computer's on fire. Sir. <laughs> oh, maybe that's why they didn't issue, and NVIDIA didn't issue hardware, because they didn't want people to know it was going to set their house on fire. Aww. Oh, right. Yes, the uh, self burning car, uh, <laughs> video cards. Yeah, that. So he was talking about that was probably one of the most frustrating experiences that he's had. And it's for the exact reason. Like, um, so even my personal experience with dealing with artists between with our staff artists and whatnot, I'm like, hey, this is a thing I'm looking into. And they're like, okay, do you have anything more fleshed out? I'm like, no, but I'll get back to you on it. And <laughs> Well, no, it, it, was, it was throwing something against the wall and saying, this is what I'm kind of looking for. And they, you know, do you have a concept? Not yet. Give me a few days. And then I would do that. And I did the same thing with, uh, with Dank, right, for, for paying the cat. Yeah. I was like, so check this out. Because I said, I wanted, to do you, I wanted to use you for emotes, and I would like to just let you know that that's my intent for engaging you again. And Dank Wart was like, sure, do you, uh, just come back to me when you know what you want. Okay. So that's where I came up with uh, the concept for paying, and he brought it to life, and now he's everywhere, which is fantastic. He did such a great job on ping. But the, but the intentions were clear, like even just giving a concept. I didn't say this, reject all of his work, and he's like, well, what do you want? And I go, big band. Can you imagine big band ping? That would be... Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, he has to have a saxophone, and he has to have a fedora. And he oh. has to have a people standing behind him being like, yeah, go, Ping, go. You're Ping Crosby. <laughs> ping, yeah, yeah, saving the world. All I can think go. about now is seeing a skin for Big Band and, and Skullgirls now. If y'all don't know what that is, it's a fighting game that was made not too long ago. Hand-drawn animations, beautiful. One of the guys is named Big Band. He's just giant dude in a trench coat with a fedora and it like i want that as ping now <laughs> i'm gonna find a picture and link it in the discord but dude just imagine ping is just ginormous thing i'll get it right now and then ping's like well i don't want to toot my own horn here but i think that's actually a line from the game no <laughs> i think so oh no oh so yeah, being clear with your artists is absolutely important. Have you have you folks uh, done anything similar by commissioning someone to do something for you? I did. It's um what my favorite um webcomic artist slash D and D enthusiast. His name is Brian Patterson. Uh, he's in charge. Was in charge of d20monkey.com, and he is now doing a um call a Cthulhu comic called the Insmith Society. Um, great guy, love him to death. He's he does a lot of photography for a lot of different things. He did. I commissioned him to do a drawing of my first real. My people really love him. Um, Dungeons and Dragons OC, uh, Sylvan Morningstar, and nice. I will post that in the chat as well after I get Big Band. He was very quick to respond when he was getting things done. I literally said, Hey, if I gave it, I guess I've worked with guys that say here, here's an idea. 
run with it. I was like, no, I'm going to give you exactly what you need to conceptualize this guy. Because my dumbass has been cosplaying him for years. I threw him in my TikToks. I threw him in my pictures. I threw him stories that I've had with the character and all that good stuff. And he came back and it was a chef's kiss animated cart, um, drawing of it. So the more details you can give an artist, the happier they are. They don't want to guess because they don't want to go back and fix everything because they didn't have the one minutia of the detail you didn't have. That's right. Scope creep. It's a real thing. Yep. I uh, I had a really positive artist with uh, one of my D&D characters I had uh, drawn up. Uh, her name, the artist's name is uh, Skelly Bean. And what I told her was that particular character I was getting her to draw had an affinity to um, uh, kind of make his own armor out of um, <clears throat> fallen humanoids. Normally, their skin. Go on. Yeah, so he'd make armor out of dead people skin. Because he could. And that character happens to be very particularly psychotic. And so when I told her this, she was like, I have a great idea. I'm like, oh no, what? And she's like, give me a few days. So she came back with a sketch. And all it was is uh, my guy... Like any, he's a Warforged robot, so he's just you know big stompy robot, eight hundred pounds, seven feet tall, and has zero fucks. Or no, that's the other stompy robot. He's he's one of my stompy robots. Doesn't really care about anything other than you know that. Hey, that can make some good armor, uh, dude. I'm still alive, and why are you looking? Why are you pulling on my skin? Um, so it the sketch she, selection on the skin. Yeah, basically. So the sketch she gave me was him just sort of like with something weird on his head. And sort of like stroking his chin of like, hmm, yes, yes. And when uh, she gave me a better preview of it, I was just floored by how good it is. And I'll throw it up in the in the Discord here. Because when she finished it, she told me she actually went and looked up autopsy photos. Like, she looked up autopsies to see how skin peels off of muscle oh and dang the uh the file name she gave this is perfect it's called clothes shopping (laughs) and we we like this dark humor up in here leave us alone yep so there was that and then love for the working plus one (laughs) (laughs) if you (laughs) yeah (laughs) plus one leatherworking (laughs) <laughs> then the best part is, uh, other people have looked at it. They're like, "Oh my god, what's he going to do to the bunny rabbit?" Because there's a small bunny. Uh, for for the listeners, there's a small bunny rabbit sitting in the bottom right corner nearby this guy's legs, uh, sort of chilling out. And you know, everyone who's asked me like, "What would he do to the bunny rabbit?" He's, it's like he's so psychotic. He'd be like, mm, "Yes, this is a nice hat." Because the guy's face is carved off the skull. The muscle's still there on the on attached to the, to the skull. But the face skin itself is now sitting on this robot's head as a hat. That's how gruesome she drew it. And he's the type of character that if he were to see that bunny rabbit while he's skinning this dead guy for new clothing, he'd be like, bunny, and then try and pet the damn thing. Very gently, lovingly, and caring. And, you know, then you just go back to carving skin off of a dead guy. 
So I was really impressed with the artwork. She did a very, very good job with it. And it's horrifying to look at. And I love it. It's amazing. It amazing. And I think I have the reference. Yeah, I've got the reference pictures. Because he was a fighter, this guy. Uh, he wasn't one of my, my spellcasters. Uh, he just liked to beat people senseless and then take their skin. And of course, when, uh, when, I, when I spec'd him out on D&D, I had him uh, with uh, proficiency in leatherworking and in animal handling. That's, so he could, that's about right. So he could skin people with his animal handling. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. I can see him with a trained uh, dire wolf or something that's trained not to harm the skin while killing the prey. No, nah, he wouldn't care. He would just stretch it till it, you know, fits better. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, man. But yeah, just that the beautiful face that's sitting on his head. That's <laughs> awesome. a new that's a nice hat. I guess when he goes on a killing spree, it's like the Emperor's new clothes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, I shall wear you to the formal dinner tonight. My man walks into the war field. He's like, ah, yes, a new wardrobe. Let us choose tonight. Absolutely. I guess you can call this the Salvation Army because this place has a lot of clothing. Hey, everything is going to be reused. Half off. No, it's completely off. I agree. Skeleton did a really good job on that. Skelly and, Bean. Oh, Skelly Bean? Yeah. Yeah, she did a fantastic job. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I think I'm, I think I'm a Twitch follower, or not a Twitch, but a Twitter follower called Skelly or something like that. Yes, that's that's somebody else I know. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that, definitely, that definitely makes my poor guy seem like an angel in comparison. He's sitting up there with, with the rabbit on one hand and the owl on the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's funny because my sorcerer, he just hates everyone. If he comes across to you, he's going to look at you with nothing but contempt. And he's just going to be like, ugh, get away from me. And if you've got any sort of, like, loose-fitting clothing, congratulations. That's his new, like, polishing cloth for his armor. <laughs> he doesn't care who you are. You could be royalty, and he'll be like, give me that. And he'll just, like, start, you know, rubbing, rubbing his armor to polish it. And it's like, I don't care that that's a silk robe. Fuck you. <laughs> And they're, they're, and they're crit. I got the big band picture, and he's tooting his horn for you for the ping. Oh, no. Nice. Crit, didn't you have some artwork done recently? Oh, yeah, Crit Chicken. But I also drew my own stuff, too, but it's not that good. She says that, but it actually is. Worst I... critic is yourself. Uh... Yep. That's right. I'm not subscribed to your Twitch channel because I'm a scrub. Can you, like, pop some up real quick so it flashes up on the screen? Uh, well, I could do what I drew, but, um, but, 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 oh, wait, actually, I mean, can you put in chat my, my icon? Yes. Eh. Click the buttons, I mean. Click, no, that's the wrong person. That's the wrong person. That's the wrong, that's the right person. Do, 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 there we go. That's the emotes that were done. Those are adorable. Yes. Wait, where I, I do like the uh, the the rest of oh, this one. It's just a cooked chicken. <laughs> Rip, Sag. And this is what I drew with my chicken and bomb redeemer. <laughs> you could check in general. Oh, I love it. Let me see here. I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's amazing. 
that that immediately needs to be colored. Like, give, give it to Jalen to color and then get it up on Twitter. Or fix it, yeah. <laughs> she dropped a bomb on me. I, I like the, the confused look of Bomb's sprite. Just like, what the fuck like, what are you going to do with me? Where am I going? Oh, no. What do? What you do? You don't have fingers. How is this working? I don't understand. <laughs> am this I supposed is... to explode now? <laughs> How you do go? <laughs> yeah, she do. It, it's a really good picture. Like, I love it because it's her. It's her boomkin that's throwing a, like one of those cartoony bombs. He's gonna throw a boom. Yeah, it's amazing. Do you know why they call me a boom chicken? No, 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 no! <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Earth shattering kaboom! <laughs> um, so real quickly one of the last things that uh, has come in for this week that was of interest was um, Sega remasters and remakes so Sega's looking to capitalize on their large IP library uh, and <clears throat> go back through and remake and remaster some of their old titles I think the quote was, to capitalize effectively on our abundant IP assets, we will further develop these IPs by means of remakes, remastering, and reboots, etc. We will also be offering them to subscription-based services and other forms of monetization across multiple channels. So that last statement right there kind of scares me. Mm -hmm. So if they're talking like Game Pass Ultimate... PlayStation Plus, okay, all right. People who have those platforms have it. But if they're talking like providing it to something that's offbeat to stream this stuff in as a subscription service, I, that kind of scares me. Now now coming to Netflix, the entire Sega collection. Well, Sega did purchase a bunch of game studios and opened up at least two or three in the last like month. That's what you call a segue. Oh no. So so yeah, there's a lot of stuff coming through there. Some of the other things they were talking about, like I don't really care that they sold four million units with various masters, remakes, and spin-offs. But Let's see here. Mostly Persona. <laughs> well, well, yeah, Persona. It's from Al Atlas, right? Mm -hmm. And that's Persona 5 Royal, Persona 4 Golden, Persona th uh, 3 Portable, um, and Persona 5 Royal launched an Xbox Game Pass, and both Golden and Portable will follow suit with their respective releases. So, I mean, there's money to be made. Like, I don't care how bad the Sonic game is going to be. If they release something with the word Sonic in it and it gets pushed out, everybody's going to buy it because everybody knows Sonic. It's iconic. Whether the movie's shit or the game is shit. Um, I hear Frontiers like, is actually really good now. Like 90% of the Sonic game has come out in the past 10 years. Mm -hmm. What's interesting is that Sonic Mania, I don't think, uh, was Sega. I think they got permission from Sega to make their, their game, but it was really just a fan game that went pro. Ah, yeah. good for them. Yeah, I remember reading up on that on gamedeveloper.com or .net or .something. But, yeah, so there's a lot of stuff coming through there. There's also another one. I've never heard of the game called Ishin. Ishin, 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 Ishin. Never heard of it. Now I'm going to look it up. Oh, no, hold on. Here it is. It's uh, Like a Dragon. 
Oh, isn't that? Oh, the formerly known as Yakuza. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, I think a lot of that's like real, like uh, JoJo bizarre, JoJo's bizarre adventure, tongue in cheek type uh, gameplay humor. I remember. Um... Oh no! Only my weebs understand that. Sorry. <laughs> I had to stop. I'm like, oh god, what I do? I didn't even. Catch I have the no idea the reference, but that's it's, okay. it's a JoJo reference. He he brought it up. It's his fault. <laughs> That's all right. At least it didn't bring up a. At least it didn't bring up a bo 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 reference. So I wouldn't have no idea about that. <laughs> oh, I remember. I tried one time to watch an episode of that show, and I I, I had to turn it off five minutes. And I'm like, nope, nope. I even remember remember the name of the damn show, so I didn't sound like an idiot talking to someone. Hey, did you see bo 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 bo? No, there's there's a cadence to it. This is bo 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 bo. Like that's. The cadence for bo 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 bo. It's the dude that fights with nose hairs. Oh god. Bo squared. Why isn't there a fighting game with him in it? Do you really? Well, I mean, there. I mean, it could work. You put him. Probably just put him in jump force. I guess Mother. I said that was a pro bono. Here, let me. Let me. Do this. Ah. User has left your channel. <laughs> Modders, hear my cry. They they put uh, Booger Man and freaking Clay Fighter, so why not put Bo 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 and freaking um, what man? Booger what? Man. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, he was a he was a superhero back. He he's in the same timeline and and jokes of like Earthworm Jim. If there was a game uh, I would play, it would probably be Clay Fighter. I would love to play Clay Fighter again. Me too. I love Clay Fighter's uh, director's Clay. Such they a good game. Make... They need to make a game for Hasband Hotel uh, and um, the Hell of a Boss. Hell of a Boss. Oh, sh be... Shoot them up. Let's go. I'm down. Because you have Angel yes. in there. You have freaking Moxie. You have Millie. You have, you know, uh, freaking Solas. Solas. You have that succubus lady. I forget what her name is. God damn it. Um, Stella. The... It's a very wholesome show, Millie. It's a very, very wholesome show. Absolutely. Life, probably throwing pots and pans at Stolas and getting like crits or, or whatever. Like, ah. Well, I mean, it's holy in the in the sense that there's holes put in people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's not quite divine, but it definitely is holy. It'll leave a mark on you, that's for sure. Oh, jeez. Well played, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's. That's that's some interesting stuff. We've got remasters, <laughs> remakes, bo 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 bo. And... Jo 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 the Jo Jo. Yeah, oh I like that his brain is now broken. And we've broken him in the last <laughs> the last the last show of the month. We've killed him. It's over. We win. That's all right. I'm gonna have the raid a... boss has been taken down. I'm gonna have a bunch of weeks <laughs> to recover anyway. So bo 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 instead of mojo jo jo. There's too many O's. There's too many. You need to stop. That's a oh, regular oh, show. <laughs> oh, that song. Please, no copyright strikes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm the one singing it, so I mean, geez. <laughs> they're not sick of hearing it, then, well, too bad, because I'm sick anyway. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, in your, in your feelings. I think we've got about eight minutes left in the show. Let's go ahead and pop our 
our round table outro and let's go make someone's life happy by rating them so Cajun tell, Hi. Us, tell us what you're going to be doing for November like I said this is going to be the last episode for a while I know you said you're going out of the country so what's going on well, I had a bunch of things planned, but Bendy kind of ruined everything. Um, he, uh, Harrison and I are definitely going to be doing a series on Bendy. It comes out the 15th, and I leave for freaking Scotland that weekend. So it's going to be a busy week for me that week. Um, this week, we'll just be prepping for that and possibly just focusing more on my little book. Uh, Joyce went to uh, New Orleans this uh, today to go to a musical but while she was there she went to a vampire boutique and she brought home this little letter that's sealed in wax and it's like the history of some of the most famous vampires in in uh lore and i'm like i i i i, I don't know what i'm gonna do with myself now that i have all this vampire knowledge in my brain for this book I, i'm gonna blow up so yeah that's gonna be me for the next week writing and ink demons that's that's my life perfect awesome Ivy, we know what you're doing. You're heading over to the to, Emerald Dream to yep. Florida to do Swamp Florida Pass Central. Yeah, Whee! I hope you like humidity. Yeah, that's fine. Need to defrost a little bit from up there. Nah. Well, no, so I've uh, spent an entire summer in an area where water ran uphill, literally, and. It was usually around plus 40 with the humidity and about 80% humidity all the time. Sorry, plus 40 Celsius with humidity. Ooh, so that's dang. like the 100 and something. May hot. Yeah. And then that was with all the humidity that never went away. And wherever you walked, it was swamp. And if the map said it was clearing, it was swamp with trees, small shrubs. If the uh, map said it was forest, it was forest with swamp. It was good times. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I guess we can call that the true swamp of sorrows. It was. Definitely mm. was. <laughs> I'm sorrowful already. So Try me a river. I, I, I will. Uh, other than that, more shitposting Votniks? Uh, yeah, it's kind of slowed down a little bit because I've been uh, busy with like actual life and, you know, work and I'm also trying to gear my demon hunter now because uh, my I, I, I'm back with the old guild I used to be a part of years ago in World of Warcraft. So that's always good. Mm. Well, there you go. Chris, yeah. I know you're receiving a visitor soon. What's going on with you besides that? Okay. S-U. Ah, oh, sorry. I got <laughs> distracted. Oh, I was like, what visitor? Who? What? Where? When? Why? Uh. <laughs> oh, who are you talking about? Oh, me. Ignore, ignore the man behind the curtain. <laughs> Wizard! <laughs> no, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, hopefully I can nurse enough Robitussin to actually make it go away soon so I don't have to be like, I need you to get me some milk. No, or that's fine. <laughs> I wouldn't care. Or something. I need tissue. <laughs> How romantic is that? I'm, I'm sick. I need soup. Aww. Eh. 
Be, I have no problem with that. He'd be taking care of you. He'd be a happy camper. Yeah. I don't care. I'm getting to spend time with you. What do I care? <laughs> that's exactly. the only part. Like, that's what matters. <laughs> I don't care if you're sick. It's all good. Well, there you go. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm leaving to go to Nevada for a bit. Doing some stuff there with some family, getting to see some folks, and uh, head back, do some more work. Uh, then I'll be. What part? Um, it's near Las Vegas. If you go around Summerlin, go to a place called Donut Mania and get the Samoa Donut. Okay, I'll, I'll put that on my list. So good. Yeah, no, I've got like nieces, nephews, brothers, and whatnot that I gotta go see. So you don't understand. It's heavenly. It's like a giant donut dipped in chocolate and it's dressed up like like the bottom half of it is dressed up in, in chocolate and the top half of it is as you would find on a Samoa Girl Scout cookie. Oh god, that does sound amazing. It does sound amazing. I'll probably stay far away from it. I'm trying to no. reduce my. Well, I'm, <laughs> <clears throat> I'm gonna. She did shit for this whole time. Uh, hyping I, it up. I, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you the Wilford Brimley version of this. Diabetes. So that's. Like, <laughs> like, it, it, I, I can't. And Wilford Brimley would say YOLO because you know he's he's idiot. <laughs> I don't want to be Wilfred Brimley. <laughs> eat it for him. Eat it for him. You don't have to eat it all in one shot. Maybe you should share it with someone. Slice it in half or whatever. Just have the experience. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let me take a whiff of the bakery walking by. I'll, I'll bring my diabetic brother with me too, so that way we can both suffer. Oh, they also do have a custom uh, fish tank there too. That's uh, that was made from Shark Tank, I think. Whatever that that thing was, when they make custom uh, fish tanks for people. Do, do you? Do oh, no, it was tanked. That's probably what it was. Tanked. Uh, they have like a donut fish tank. Do you dip your donuts in it, or? No, it's just cosmetic with a uh, no, no. Why would you dip a donut in? A fish I don't tank? know. Things are weird right now. <laughs> Somebody probably has before. That's why. Well. But yeah, no, I'm going to Nevada. I'll be coming back. Um, so I'll be around. I do need to try to meet the goal of sh making my channel live for 60 days in a row. I don't know for how long to get my follower emotes so I can supply my followers with more Ping the Cat um, for the folks that come through. Pingus. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like a taste of the drug. I'll give you the, all the all the greetings. You got to get to get the good stuff. You have to have to. Give me the four ninety nine. But if they do make a water donut, it could be called a high donut, hydro nut, hydro nut. Yeah. Hydro nut. Yeah. Sorry, I'm stuck. She's, we're, we're losing her. She's fading fast. Indeed. I'm sick. I, I'm allowed to lose my mind. In that case, let me wrap this up real quick. Don't forget to follow us all at the Nordic Cajun, I'm E21, and Needs Espresso slash Twitch TV Crit Chicken when. Uh, they decide to go live again and do gaming stuff because, after all, yeah. we d you do have an opportunity with the whole like uh, wow drop thing, so that could be a thing. Yeah, I just. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it right now because I'm sick anyway, so. <laughs> so, other than that, um, I don't have anything else to add. Um, this will be the last one until. Let me pull up the calendar real quick. 
potentially the third or the tenth of December. That sounds about right, doesn't it? Yeah, sounds about uh, right. I think yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you should be back by then. I mean, I know I'll be here. Uh, how long are you going to be in Scotland, Nordic? We let's see, look at the calendar. We come back the twenty seventh, so I'll be recovering on the twenty eighth. So I'll be back that week. Okay, cool. So we'll say the third, and if you really want to push it to get take a break, we'll do the tenth of December. Yeah, we'll we'll play it by ear. Yeah, we'll play it by ear. We'll announce it on Twitter. So keep an ear out at uh, at Luminary Weekly on Twitter, and. We'll go from there. Other than that, it's been a pleasure. I want everyone to have a happy and safe uh, United States Thanksgiving. And Turkey uh, Day! Oh, yeah. You get two this year. You had Canadian Thanksgiving, too. Yeah, yeah my parents were uh, in another country. and Or no, they were out of... Not in another country. They were in another province. And then I was busy with other shit. So, eh. <laughs> Didn't really have one this year. Well, well now, I'll have you... An early one. now you have a crit Thanksgiving. Well, yes. he's leaving on Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. But we'll yeah. have an early one. There you go. Yeah. If we ever get, have... sorry. If we ever get to have a UDP uh broadcast get together, I'll 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 make you some of my, my delicious steaks in, in prime rib. Mm. Ooh, I like steak and prime rib. Oh yeah, I mean see my steak and prime rib. I've posted up pictures. They are delicious. They look yes. delicious and I can tell you that they taste delicious too. So but Yep, I think that's it. So, who are we raiding? Jalen is live, I think, right now. Okay. Then let's yes, see. we're coming in hot. Indeed. Uh, other than that, for the folks who are watching, I'm actually going to terminate the, the actual local recording. Have a great one. We'll see you in December. And if we don't see you, have a merry turkey day. And if I don't see you in December, I hope you all are going to be uh, good ho-ho-hos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make sure you spam every single ping emote, and if you really want to be fun, you can spam the uh, bouncing barcode when we hit uh, uh, Jalen's stream. Oh yeah, just 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 run your finger across all the emote buttons a few times. Yeah. Yep. yep. Just an Alt F four. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay, let's find the raid button. Uh, have a good one, everyone.